Long, long damn days, man. <laughs> I feel you, man. Uh, my, my goat's actually uh, about to give birth any minute. I was up since five keeping an eye on her. And let's see if we're live Near, yet. Nearly an Easter goat. Oh, yeah. The goats have been awesome. All right. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of um, the live stream. I haven't really named it, so I don't really know what it is. Just the live stream. This is episode 794, titled The Crow and the Bear Discuss Life, Freedom, and More. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Crow777radio.com is his website. It's Crow. What's up, my man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on again. I'm a little bit punch drunk. I've been burning it at both ends trying to protect my belly button, actually. I was <laughs> up till four. You are. Your, your latest episodes have been fantastic. It's... You know, it was, it's a lot of work to do a decent one episode a week, and now we're doing three, so it just, it's demanding, but I mean, in times like this, what are you going to do? Lay down and act like a sissy? I don't think so. Exactly. Yeah. The, uh, strong men rise with adversary. I like it. Uh, I got a video I was going to play I sent to you this morning. It's this guy, Tom Barnett, out of Australia. I think you'll really like what he has to say, and then we can... Um, Talk about it after. He was the he was the guy with the part one he did about viruses not existing or being solvents. It immediately got deleted uh, everywhere after getting like two hundred thousand views. And so he, uh, I like I'm like you. I like promoting people that are actually out putting their neck on the line. Um, so we made another video that I just saw this morning. So let's watch this and then we will discuss. This guy is an absolute legend. Here we go. So that first video got around a bit, didn't it? It turns out a lot of people have herpes. Not me though, I don't have herpes. If ever you want to know that something's on the right track, look at what happens when it hits the mainstream media. Hey everyone! Come and see how good I look! Now apparently I've been hammered <laughs> by the mainstream press. Good one. Really? The mainstream press? Who share a bed with the doctors and scientists they have on their payrolls? That are connected to the medical, pharmaceutical, educational and banking companies that also own the companies that you call countries. Really? Well, thanks for proving my point for me. And isn't it interesting that they're so desperate for attention that they jumped on a funny video I made for my friends? They're not defending something, are they? And apparently, a lot of people on the internet are saying bad things about me. Well, the thing about that is, who cares? But also, <laughs> don't know if you realize, but we're all on the same team. I don't know if you think that there's going to be separate sides once this agenda's put in place, but now might be a good time to put our differences aside and all work together. Now, had I known that my video would have gone around the world and not just to my friends, I would have worded things a bit differently. For example, Instead of calling a virus a solvent, I would have said that it has the action of a solvent. And instead of saying that you can't catch a virus, I would have said you can't catch a patented, here's one we made earlier, coronavirus. Question. Does this have anything to do with 5G? And to avoid further censorship, I'll refer to it as... Atlanta Falcons. So anytime you hear me say Atlanta Falcons, I'm referring to the kind of radiation that can affect our cellular health. And the main point of the video, which seemed to go over a lot of people's heads, is that there's a lot more going on out there than meets the eye. For those that still can't get their heads around the virus aspect, I'm going to include a video by Andy Kaufman, who's an MD, and his video shows that the testing procedures for coronavirus are completely inadequate, and at the end of the video shows how viruses are created as a result of cell trauma. And there's a lot of independent media showing that a lot of the hospitals that are supposedly full 
are actually really empty. They're only full of beds, so what are they waiting for? And that's more what the first video was about. If you'd like to look further into the nature of viruses, because you're still hung up on that aspect, I recommend looking into the works of Rudolf Steiner and Antoine Béchamp. <laughs> whose works both show that viruses are created within a cell as a response to stimulus. Now, to this day, nobody on Earth really truly understands the true nature of viruses. So you can either go with the independent researchers who came to their conclusions, or you can go with the standard medical model, which just happens to sell trillions of dollars worth of medicines and vaccines, and who also fund the medical and educational institutions. Now, speaking of different stories, if you got the downloadable folder to watch this, I've also included an interview from one of the guys that I learned nutrition from. This was sent to me after I made the first video and reminded me that I actually seen it years and years ago and it turns out that a lot of what I said in the first video he actually says in this interview it's just that he says it a lot better and in a lot more detail and he also goes into the hoaxes that have been every pandemic in the 1900s and the 2000s one of the more interesting stories being the one surrounding the AIDS hoax now it's a really sad story and I'm gonna let you listen to the interview to hear about that but it's either that or it's the medical version which happens to be there was this guy, right? And he was feeling a little randy. So he went down to a nightclub to meet some girls. He found a girl he thought was all right. She had kind of hairy arms, but he thought he'd take her home anyway. When he got her home and got her undressed, he found out she wasn't actually a girl. She was a monkey. And she wasn't even a girl monkey. She was a boy monkey. Decided he didn't care. Bummed him. They fell asleep together. Woke up in the morning. Couldn't remember what happened, but definitely knew it wasn't good. So they both got on separate planes and flew out of the country and both happened to land in Africa. And that's how AIDS spread around the world. So which story makes more sense to you? I remember when... I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Now, the whole point of the first video was to address this element of fear that seems to be driving everything. A lot of people seem to want references and resources so that they can win arguments. That doesn't get you anywhere. Nothing of any value and importance in life or that holds any truth is out there. Anything that's ever going to be meaningful to you is in here. One of the most valuable things I think people can do with their life is to work at ameliorating sources of fear within them so that you can become a fully self-responsible and self-realized being, which is the very definition of being an adult. And anyone who is becoming or who has become an adult knows that the majority of people out there are children in adult bodies who are still convinced that purple is a fruit. <laughs> and it's important to have some compassion and understanding for them, no matter what their biological age. So when you start to become more self-responsible, you become a lot calmer. There's no stress. You don't have these underlying layers of fear. So what you then put out into the world is in turn a lot calmer. It has a much more positive effect on people and it has a much greater effect on the world. And that's my best advice for anyone who's concerned with what can happen once Atlanta Falcons gets rolled out and anything at all that can assault the physical structure of a cell. If you pick up a copy of my ebook, The Common Sense Guide to Food, I talk a bit about the four primary bodies that make up our existence. And the physical, which includes the physical structure of our cells, is the least creative of those four bodies. And if you can grasp that concept, it can help to remove the fear of anything that can harm your physical structure, such as the impending rollout of Atlanta Falcons. Now, for those that were calling into question my education and my qualifications, I might do a future video on what the education and the qualification systems are all about. But just to quickly come back to viruses, because I know a lot of people are interested, even after diving into the references that I mentioned earlier and wrapping my head around the idea that viruses are created cellularly, which actually took me years because I was heavily conditioned by the medical textbooks I've been reading, it was a massive leap of faith for me to go from mentally understanding the concept to actually trying to prove it experimentally. And because I was really sick at the time, which was actually the source of a lot of my learning, I didn't have a lot to lose and so I was willing to take the kinds of risks that could lead to a fundamentally different understanding of how the body works. And so, with really nothing to lose, I tried to infect myself with a variety of supposedly infectious fluids. And despite being quite pro-
prone to viral, fungal and parasitic infections at the time, I could not infect myself with a virus. So that, along with a lot of research, and a lot of people were sending me links that they didn't have any trouble finding of MDs and microbiologists all saying that viruses are created within a cell. So combining all the research I've done with experimenting on myself, which is a lot different from just looking through a microscope, my conclusion is that viruses are made within a cell and they are not contagious between people or from surfaces or from the air. And remember, if you've ever been around somebody with an active virus and then you've got a virus, Correlation and causation are not the same thing. That's a basic scientific principle. Ah, not a bear in sight. The bear patrol must be working like a charm. That's specious reasoning, Dad. Thank you, honey. By your logic, I could claim that this rock keeps tigers away. Oh, how does it work? It doesn't work. Uh-huh. It's just a stupid rock. Uh-huh. But I don't see any tigers around here, do you? Lisa, I want to buy your rock. So those are my conclusions, but they don't have to be your conclusions. More than anything, I'll always encourage you to use your own mind. It's equally dangerous to believe some guy that made a YouTube videos for his friends as it is to believe the status quo. It's dangerous because either way, you're not using your own mind. Becoming your own source of security and stability and not looking to outside sources to fill that for you. And by the way, for those that have herpes and other recurring viral infections, you can clear these up naturally. It takes a lot of work with your diet and your lifestyle, but that can be done. So I highly recommend you start researching how to do that. And what can give you a great head start is to start taking lymphatic baths, Make sure that your diet is all organic and natural. Eat as much raw food as possible. And in particular, increasing your intake of raw, saturated fat. Something you should know is that none of this is my job anymore. I actually do film and photography for a living. And don't take me slapping these videos together as a sign of my skills with a camera. And as much as I don't want to be on this side of the lens, I really prefer to be on the other side. The only thing that is going to protect you from lockdowns, mandatory vaccines, and anything else that comes with the police state is understanding your rights and understanding how to differentiate yourself as a man or a woman from a person and learning how to figure out who, if anybody, has authority over you. If you want to do some prior digging, you'll find that no legislation, act, code, rule, or statute applies to a man or a woman. They all apply to persons. While I don't want to get into the fear mongering and the theories of what's going to come, I do want to encourage you that if you are questioning this coronavirus, you're on the right track and I highly encourage you to start learning about protecting your own rights as a man and a woman. To finish up, I'll let you know that I am in the process of writing a second book. It's on how to remove gross toxicity within the body, which in my experience is one of the root causes of all modern illnesses. So that means the toxicity embedded from vaccines and other medications, industrial and environmental pollutants, general questionable lifestyle choices, and the stuff that you've inherited from your parents. The other part of the book is getting into detail in how to protect your rights and how to make sure that you don't have to be subjected to further trauma from vaccines, radiation, or anything else that might be mandated in the near future. So if you want to support me in that and help get it out quicker, you can get yourself a copy of the Common Sense Guide to Food from my website. Remember that it's not a book of answers, it's a book of concepts. Concepts that will help you to open up your own mind, open up new avenues of thought, and help you to come to your own conclusions for a lot of life's questions. I've made a half-price discount code for you to put in at checkout, which is viral, so you'll get it for around $4.80 US. Now, it's a basic way website so it might be a little slow so be patient if you're doing your order also when you get the book and you see the shirts please don't try to order one because i'm not going to be able to keep up with the orders these are just for local pickup for now so i just thought i'd mention that for those that wanted to get a little deeper into anything that i've spoken about maybe find out a little bit more about me i'm certainly not doing this for money i have no interest in being famous and i have no interest in being rich that's a silly idea to me so i hope Legend. that helps keep thinking for yourself 
keep an eye on what's going on out there and hopefully within the next week I'll have had time to make one more video to show you how to send in a notice of non-consent to the relevant bodies and that'll be your ticket to protecting yourself from the mandatory coronavirus vaccine and any mandatory vaccine or lockdown that may be coming in the future. Till then, hope that helped. Catch you later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Crow777, C-R-R-O-W-777 radio.com. Um, what do you think of that vid, Crow? I don't know, man. What the hell is that guy think he's doing, acting like an adult, standing with a moral <laughs> upright compass? He's a bit of a dodo bird in these times. He's the only guy in the room, it seems. He's a legend. Uh, being facetious. He's Good a- on him. Yeah, he's a legend. If you look up what a legend means, it's a, it's a way to interpret a map. I think you're a legend. That guy's a legend. I'm a bit of a legend myself. I think we should all take pride in uh, being legends for other people to to alleviate the fear because fear is required for all alchemical spells. <laughs> you know, this whole thing kind of accidentally happened to me. When it hit me, it was quite stunning, um, and it's gone from there. But at this point, uh, I don't know if you caught I put a 2.5 episode up this morning. It's about 20 minutes. It's based on the Surgeon General's little declaration of war or whatever the hell it is he said yesterday. Uh, conflating 9-11 and Pearl Harbor with this coming Easter Sunday. Um, I tweeted him and I said, hey, dude, what do you mean by this? (laughs) To be honest with you, it seems like a declaration of war. It's the only tweet I've ever sent to anyone in my life, and it's to the Surgeon General. He has not deigned uh, to respond yet, but it's a hell of a thing, man. Yeah, it's uh, we're seeing a lot of fraud. What I'm I'm experiencing that my uh, cross to bear, as you will, is... um, a little bit of sad, like melancholiness. Like I didn't stream yesterday because I don't stream when I'm uh, a little down. I don't want to send out those vibes. But uh, it's not fear of vaccinations or fear of any of that stuff because uh, I think living men can can perceive what's coming and react accordingly. It's it's watching loved ones descend into self-imposed madness. You know, like just normal people uh, dress. You know, wearing bane masks with. Frightened eyes, jumping at the sight of another human being. It, um, I, I don't know if other people relate to that, but I'm not. I'm not scared at all about the fake pandemic or the vaccines or 5G. Or I, I'm very confident that I can react accordingly whenever that comes. I'm. I get sad looking at people in their own prisons, and um, you know, I don't know if other people relate to that, but I'm trying to elevate out of that. I've been hanging out with my kids and goats and my wife and people that are not connected to this unfortunate psyop but you know that's what i'm facing well the the unfortunate reality that we face is yeah there's going to be certain people who know how to deal but the problem is is we're all connected and there are going to be a crap load of people out there that you just described um and this is what these kind of feigned events rely on numbers that's how the evening news works you can have a couple hundred thousand people that don't buy because you got a few hundred million that do um it's always been a numbers game um this is going to be serious and if hold on if for no other reason let me turn this off if for no other reason um what's gone on is the fake imposition has now caused people maybe close to three weeks without a paycheck so you're looking at people now they can't make their house payment can't make the rent you may be looking certainly by the time next sunday gets here you're looking at many weeks um refrigerator is going to be empty so the very act that they claimed was you know going to help in some way is causing what's probably going to be 
leveraged off to do what comes in about a week if if my assessment is correct. What do you which I, what do you think is coming in a week? Well, based on what the Surgeon General said, um, and actually here, let me get up my Twitter. I'll read it to everybody. Um, we posted it out. Um, let me see here. Okay, this is what the Surgeon General said yesterday. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment, only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country, and I want America to understand that. So I originally, you know, I instantly understand that language has meaning, and I instantly understand he's invoking Pearl Harbor and 9-11, two known false flag events. But what I didn't know when I started looking was that Pearl Harbor, they they imposed martial law on Pearl Harbor, um, only in the state of Hawaii, which echoes his idea that this will not be localized. It will be all over America, and he wants it to understand. Um, there's so much more to this. Two weeks ago, I contacted Jason. I said, dude, something's going down on Easter. He said, how do you know? I'm not going to get into it because people who can't see even with a good pair of glasses are just going to glaze over. But I knew instantly because I can smell rotten fish pretty well. And when they started running the Easter egg hunt commercials, I instantly recognized the encoded hunt idea for that day. They're acting for the sleepy mind that the Easter egg hunt's going to happen this year. And actually, bunnies lay eggs. Everybody get out and pet the tooth parrot fairy in this insane kind of childish world. But what's actually going on in code is they're implying a hunt will happen. Here's how you get there. They just use this with Princess Diana, by the way. That's why she was Princess Di before she died. Diana is actually Artemis, who is the twin sister of Apollo. There's the sun and the moon. You set the day of Easter with a solely lunar calendar. We, The Vatican wants to have all calendars be solar, but they can't set Easter that way, so they have both together, solely lunar or lunar solely, however the hell they see it. What it is is the first full moon after the spring equinox, Easter is pulled to the nearest day of the sun. The Sunday, Apollo, is when that day marked by the full moon, Diana, has always been. And this is what they're drawing on. Um, so that's how you draw the line over um, to these ideas that I'm expressing. Diana is the goddess of the hunt. She's better known as Artemis in Greek myth. Um, but with the language that he put out, when you invoke 9-11 and Pearl Harbor and then associate it, have the nuggets to associate it with the holiest time in Christendom, known as Easter, uh, what are you saying there, bucko? Um, it's, it's not a mystery to me what he's saying there. And, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but it sure does not feel like it. I mean, my, my answer is always they can try. You know, I, they, they always have these, these gay little plans, um, you know. It is what it is. I, I'm not. I'm not nervous about any of that. My my fear comes from. It's not fear. My melancholy comes from people that that are acting like children because of trauma, and they're dressed up like wearing bane masks, uh, hiding. But you know, trying to. I planted some trees yesterday. Some good fig trees. Because um, I don't. I don't have uh, the ability of of going down some of these despair roads because. I have too many responsibilities. You know, I have to be up 4.35 a.m. every day. I got a pregnant goat about to give birth. I got two little kids that they, you know, I, I can't tell them that something horrible is coming and it, because it'll just, I, I mean, I just, I just can't but, but do it. But it doesn't have to. That's the point. It doesn't have to. See, right. all this stuff, of course. people have forgotten that this country was built on religious ideas. The Constitution sprung 
from those ideas. The Constitution was put in motion for living men and women, which in 33, the president declared an act of emergency or some nonsense, and he took the rights and actually declared all American people enemy of the state. That happened in 33. It's why you have a driver's license. We used to just do whatever we want in this country, and we've forgotten that that became a privilege, which is why you need a license. And here's the kicker. He never rescinded the state of emergency. So from that day in 33 to this, the same thing has been going on. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm with you all day. You've set yourself up in a position where a lot of Americans used to exist. You can support yourself. Problem and I can is, support other people. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people in city centers won't. But here's the thing. If the constitutional ideas and the spiritual ideas that founded this country and ideas are the only way I can see to, to push back on this and say, no, not so quick. You guys are all violating rights, and here's the document that proves it. We all came up in school. You talked about a constitution. All these things, these ideas need to come back to the forefront because whether or not you weather this storm or the next one or the next scary nonsense they come up with at some point, someone has to stand up and pull the damn dial back to zero. Yeah, um, and I, and I think that, I think the blowback, because when they, like behind me, I, I know I do a lot of um, uh, nature metaphors. As you can see that tree, that big cherry tree, it branched out too big this year. It was very big and very beautiful and it cracked in the middle and now it's dead because it, it reached for too much. And I think this blowback, there are millions, millions of Americans now who can see this. I remember when, 9-11 happened, and they were on orange alert for 15 straight years. You know, not quite red alert, guys, but be super scared and take your shoes off. And I remember I was touring with Vince Vaughn uh, 10 years ago, and he's been uh, awakened to a lot of this stuff a lot longer than me. And they would never go through the scanner. You know, and I would go through, what's wrong with these guys? And I'd hold my hands up. I got nothing to hide, and they'd do that zip. And, and Vince and those guys would do an uh, opt-out, and they just get patted down, and I never understood it. And now I do. I realize that uh, these draconian measures, typically, you must, you, they, they get you to beg for them um, and you have to be asleep. And so I'm not, I know this may sound naive and, and uh, I, it's not though. I, I just, I, I don't apologize for not being scared because I'm just not. I believe from what I've seen, what they do is they get everyone in a frenzy, people that forgot uh, what you just described, which is all based on the primal concept of fear God only, which can be translated to respect the natural law only. Like, like you know, don't shy away from reality itself. My goats are not wearing uh, stupid Bane masks. When you're in that position, there's always a way out. And what I'm facing personally, and I know a lot of others are facing that are awakened to all this, is... Um, because, you know, I was kicked out of the beast four years ago because of my views on transgender children. I, you know, my debit card barely works because it was attached to PayPal that I got kicked off of. And now I'm in P.O. Box. Like this to me is not a big deal. But to watch my fellow countrymen with with scared, beady eyes behind a medical mask that provably doesn't work um, makes me melancholy. And I think the only way to really help people at this point is to try and elevate like that Australian guy I played in the beginning where it's like, this is why I've been really appreciating your streams lately is um, there's a way out. Like uh, Andy Kaufman, uh, the doctor that I was just listening to about uh, opt-outs, uh, Cal Washington that you've interviewed about uh, appealing to a higher authority. You know, it's one thing to alert people to the bear trap. It's another to obsess about the bear trap. I prefer to... Um, try and help orient people to a 
a way they can grow through it. You know, this may not end. Like, you know, a lot of people have to stop thinking that life's going to go back to normal because if it's anything like 9-11, it isn't. So um, how do we survive in this without being scared? And any fear is engaging to the beast. And that's, um, you know, it's one thing to be aware, but it's another thing to be scared. I, I'm very connected to a lot of law enforcement people, and they're not, they're just like us. They're, you know, you have your, your gamma hives, your alphabet agencies with about a thousand really horrible people, but they, they can't institute anything that we don't allow. And so that's why I, I, I just, I really hope people elevate and stop being so, so fucking scared all the time because that's pretty much the only thing that's drawing me into the beast right now, which I'm trying to alleviate, you know? Well, here's where I'm with you, man. Um, I agree with you. The overreach is astounding this time. It almost feels rushed. Um, and the big difference between something like 9-11 was hardly anybody had a clue. Exactly. So right now, and I'll use the example, we had Dr. Kaufman on, then he did the roundtable that everyone all over the world has seen. And I took a PDF of that. I only ran the audio by intent. Now, Jason was running the full video. All these other people were running the full video. And I knew people would hear that and say, wait a minute, I can't see the things. And I said, I have a PDF for you. There have been thousands of PDFs downloaded. And I I just, as you heard my keys click, I was sending another PDF out. Boom. You know You're what happens man, with a PDF. The, yeah, these things go everywhere. And so part of this is to alleviate the fear. Yeah, man, you're not going to get sick and die. This is nonsense. And the other part of what you pointed out, I'm totally with you. This guy is offering solutions. That has been Cal Washington. That has been Kirk Kallenbach. That has been all these people that we've done pointing out the truth that I told you about 1933. Yep. Those those men and women should have stood and got out the lynch mob, and they didn't. And we inherited that problem, which you're right. This isn't going away. There's not... There's not going to be if if this gets pushed forward, the only thing that changes anything is when people quit walking around like sheep and they stand up and they say, I'm a living man with the divine spark. I'm a living woman with the divine spark. And by the way, there's this thing called the Constitution that was written for living men and women. And by the way, there were spiritual and religious traditions that founded what we had here, regardless if you go to church, regardless if you go to Sunday school. Back in the day, that moral capacity created higher-minded adults, and we've lost that a lot. Time to get back. Yeah, and you made a great point uh, on your show this morning about Islamic countries are some of the only areas that could repel the central bank because praying five times is a way to um, engage people in living in it. And um, I've been pretty hard on a lot of Christians lately because although some, some are on board, some get it, some, a lot of these we call churchians or Bible lawyers, where they use and manipulate Bible verses to push whatever nefarious agenda they want. They're like, well, we have to close our doors. I mean, we, we don't want to get anyone thick. And you saw what I saw as well. You know, I've been, I've been very, um, very inspired by the Amish. I call them the Illuminamish. Because people yeah. could talk about the Illuminati all they want. The Illuminati should be the last Illuminati should be the last one standing if they want to flicker the lights. And then you got, you know, the Mormons, you have the Orthodox Church, any area that does not is not riddled with fear. And say what you will about Muslims, um, I, I'm starting to see that that massive side that massive hate campaign to get us to hate Muslims was because they knew something we didn't, and it was simply that they live their scripture versus just going to church and seeing who's got the biggest nicest hat and then There's i told 
Yeah, and I told people that if your church shut down during this because it's not essential, you've been praying at a DMV with nice windows. That's a tax shelter. Yeah. And there it's you like, you know, and that's, and, and you gave me a, a compliment on uh, Jaronism the other, the other day where you like, say what you will about Owen Benjamin. At least he's doing videos asking people if they know anyone who's died. You know, and I appreciate that because it's like so many people talk endlessly about not trusting the media, not trusting the government, thinking for themselves. But yet, as soon as the flip, the switches flip, they're like, oh, I mean, I just want to be safe. It's like I, I trusted that that person really meant what they said and, and walked the walk. And that's why uh, I think the, uh, the spell of Muslim hatred is so fascinating to me because they clearly... Regardless of theological differences, was Jesus a prophet? Was he the son of God? You know, I understand that people can argue about that. But when people say, oh, how dare them? How dare them not believe in the Trinity like me? I'm like, is your church open? They're like, no, we don't want to take the risk. It's like, so what are you doing? We, we're sheltering in place. I put a, a maxi pad on my face so I don't smell the toxins. And I'm like, you ain't a believer, bitch. You're scared of everything except God. And, and fear of God, in my opinion, is, um, is like one of those words that's been translated a little off, where it's the awe, like the fear, the love, the awe, the res like the basically acknowledging that what is real, you know, the Father, the Creator, is all you really should be focusing on. And when you get that sensation of like, wait a minute, I don't know anyone who's died of this coronavirus, it's like, but don't stand out. You don't, you might not be allowed to be you know, prominent in your church anymore. It's like, then you're not practicing this shit and you got to live it or else you'll be uh, flicked off like a beetle, you know? Well, here's the thing, man. And by the way, I said that on journalism the other day as I was watching hater comments being posted, which is why I said it the way I said it. Um, I was watching people post, oh, this person, that person, then there it was on Benjamin, which is why I stated what I did. I was watching it go on um, in real time. But here's the thing, man. Look up, People go look up all the Rothschild-owned central banks. Your your jaw will drop. There's we think at this point um, three countries that haven't fallen. They're all Islamic. And what we've been taught in this part of the world is, you know, those half subhuman people that wear these weird taller, you know, towels on their head and they just want to blow people up and get seventy-two virgins. All this nonsense <laughs> yeah. to get you to hate a human being that is identical to you. They have blood. They bleed. They have children. They want the best for their children. And that's the dang truth whether you want to accept it or not that's the truth but what they did is they were so invested in their moral values embodied in the, the religion they follow in that part of the world that they staved off the central bank which is why they have been going whole hog to take it apart and that's just like the ancillary message here the real message is what happened here well we lost our moral higher mindedness we yeah. lost our moral compass was once pointed at due north and it held there that's what was attacked people like the tavistock institute actually came in and said during the aquarian conspiracy that started in the 60s basically after they took germany apart and everything you've heard about germany is a damn lie oh yeah even even all the way back to world war one kaiser wilhelm the queen's cousin that they took apart everything about him was a lie they did the same thing in germany they ruined the country even up to the modern time germany has never been what they did is they said they're these people they're northern european they center in germany they have strong christian and moral values 
values. They treat women with respect. They have high art. They have high science. And these were things that would not allow social programming. So they went in and decimated it. As soon as World War II ended, they took their little damn scope and they pointed it on the United States yep. and they started going to town. The documents they wrote said we need to get women demeaned. That was one of the first things they aimed at. We need to radicalize the Christian right. That was another thing. We need to have all the races that have any purity left in them mingled. And these things sound shocking, but I've got the documents. I've seen them. Yeah. This is this is the truth. They looked they apparently have access to real histories of the fall of Rome and the fall of Greece and a book called The Fall of Western, whatever, what's the name of it? The, the Fall of Western um, Culture, Religion, something like that. People know what I'm getting at. It's a very known book. This was their playbook. They determined the things that allowed those two great cultures to fall and they took them and that's what they applied here. And then they started drugging and then they started with all their mind games through all the media and everything else. But Women were once held in high regard. That was one of the first things. Homosexuality was first introduced by them in Florida as one of their ways to try to destabilize the moral values. Yep. A person a person who stood up against that was famous. Everyone knew her, Anita Bryant. She did she was famous singer and maybe a beauty queen at some point, but she she did orange juice commercials down in Florida. She tried to stand against that Tavistock onslaught. They crunched her like a bug. Um these things are documented, and this is how we've come to be where we are. Yeah, yeah, we're currently in the Holocaust. We're uh-huh. <laughs> where it's interesting watching the manipulation of statistics in real time. I have a couple quick documents here. Um, a bear uh, sent me this, and I uh, validated it. It's the rate of pneumonia in America uh, over the last several years. And as you can see in 2020, right around when the Holocaust started, the rates of pneumonia plummeted. Why? Because according to the CDC, um, you can read at the bottom here, basically it says you don't have to test for coronavirus. If it's assumed, then you can count it as a statistic. And as allegedly Stalin said, I don't even believe it at this point, but, you know, history's a lie agreed upon, as you know. One death is a tragedy, a million a statistic. And I now am starting to understand the cynicism and kind of hilarity of that statement that what they're basically doing is very simple. They're taking pneumonia deaths, influenza deaths, and they are saying it's because of a mysterious coronavirus. And so then they're getting people worked up in this fear state that they do to themselves. This is why this is what caused my melancholy. <laughs> I'm like, can anyone name anyone? And they're like, no. Even even the, the, the overall statistics of America, the mortality rate is no different than any other year. This, there's no Pearl Harbor, which is the irony, you know, layers upon layers of lies, as we know about Pearl Harbor and 9-11. But it's, it's a spell on a spell on a spell. And, th- and this is one thing that's given me peace, um, is I know they make us do it. They, the way that evil works, like Tavistock and all that, they make us do it because they don't have any actual uh, right to inflict force they they for whatever whatever reason they can't you know one of my sayings is uh you are your own hitman you know where where people are always worried about these like weird uh hit groups and all that i'm like it it's your it's you like your it's your addictions it's your stress it's your fear it's engaging in absurd behavior it's not trusting uh you know your moral compass that's how they get us and so the thing i'm focusing on is the blowback that when this all 
fades a little more people people are actually confronted with um all right you have to for, you have to uh, inject this this evil liquid into your kids because bill gates the known like factual dysgenesist uh, is making you they'll say no and that's that's what i'm seeing because this is the holocaust it's just manipulation of uh, because okay, like for, for perfect example of, of what happened with in Germany, is anyone that understands cremation knows it's total nonsense because bones don't uh, turn to ash. Every cremation, this, this is going to sound a little horrifying for people that have had their uh, loved ones cremated, but it's true. You basically have to put it through a wood chipper after, like the you the 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 flesh burns, it does become dust, but then you're left with a fully intact skeleton. So that you have to manually turn it to dust. And not only can you not do that in the levels that they said, you can't now, not even close, it takes hours. And so when they're delivering this narrative and they're delivering it with all this numerology and anyone can add on to it and please give us more stats, you can see right through it. And then you see they're doing the same playbook now. And my hope is that people now are seeing the playbook and just like a real shitty football team, you go, oh, they're about to just throw it over there. That's what they do every time. And people just say, not today, we're okay. Don't get in debt, no sodomy, no usury, have strong families, and you are immune. You know, they, they can't force you to do stuff that you don't uh, do yourself. There, there's the strong moral upright compass that protects a human being from being fooled. Um, people are getting back to understanding that. But there's, there's good news, and I use that term on purpose Cheers. for this audience. There's good news in the fact that there is a constitution and that constitution was written on high moral spiritual values and it was written for living men and women and it exists. It exists right now. And the things about the, the constitution is I spoke with my wife. I said, you know, honey, did you get this in school? We grew up in the same town. She was a little further in the boonies. So I was going into the city, El Cajon, California, to do my junior high. And she did. She had more than I did. I asked my mom, who's nearly 90. They had semesters of civics in these government classes. By the time I got it, it was stopping to be called certain things and more like social studies. But here's the thing. When I was talking with her, I said, do you know the preamble of the Constitution? And we both laughed because we both started singing Schoolhouse Rock. That's how we knew it. Yeah. So how is it that the way we know this all-important document that founded this nation is from Schoolhouse Rock? And then I stated, children now are not being taught to read and write in cursive. The founding documents are in cursive. That means 20 years from now, if we don't pick up like adults and teach our children what they need to know, no one will be able to read the founding documents. It will be the barn wall and animal farm. Exactly. My main point here is the strength of such a highly spiritual, highest court of the land, the law, the natural law, the law of God drawn into that document still exists and when it is forced back up as the foundation all the fraud built on top of it crumbles like a house of cards it's and so i beautiful. think these are important ideas for people to get and just like there are people out there showing that they can now walk into a courtroom where you're about to be railroaded take full control and walk out unscathed because they understand how the fraud was done this is the similar thing now if you're a person who wants a way out, you boil it down to basics. What do we have now that exists that is proven to work? 
there were a couple things. The religious ideas that founded this country and the documents that were drawn on the back of those ideas, they never left. We don't have to go out and co coagulate millions of people and try to convince them we need to do this important thing. It's already here. It's just that exactly. we went to sleep. We went to sleep for a number of generations. Now, we call them the greatest generation, but the truth is, is on their watch, 1933, they dropped the ball and we inherited the problem. Now it's on us of whether we're going to pick the ball back up and right the ship. You want to put an arc on the ocean or do you want to go down with the Titanic? Those are really the choices. Exactly, man. And it's like, I think some of the big things that people can... Uh, that can empower people in their normal life just without understanding how the legalities work. It's don't buckle to social shame, you know, because intelligence doesn't help you at all if you buckle to social shame. If you say two plus two is four and someone says, how dare you? And you go, okay, five, you might as well not have intelligence. So don't buckle to social shame. You can see the weaponization of Facebook and all that. I loved your point the other day about don't participate in polls where it's like, don't participate in polls. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Don't ever damn. That is the main weapon that socially engineered us. It is the thing that drives the media. And for all you people out there still watching CNN or Fox, you're getting damn played. Fox yeah. is owned by the Tavistock Institute. And before there was a Fox, CNN was running with that ball. If you think there's a damn difference, you are being played. And what they have used is polling on both sides. The social shame polling says a million Americans think this. Do you think differently than a million Americans? Because if you do, you're an idiot. Right. That's how it works on that side. The other side is all that data is data mined. And from that data, they can totally tailor their message to any given group based on the polling. Why do you think Facebook introduced polls? I'm telling you why right now. And why do you think it's called polling when you go to vote? The Electoral College seats a president. You're being polled. Right. So, and, and, they, yeah. and there's a lot of people don't realize how scared a lot of these people are. They don't want blowback. So they want to know, they want to type in their supercomputers and poll everybody and just to make sure that there isn't blowback when they uh, roll these things out because it's an extinction event for some of these quote unquote controllers when people just go, when they wake up. Like, you know, you, you were talking a lot about um, myth, how people need classical education, you know, like, um, hang on, I'm putting your, uh, your thing back up here. Like my, uh, my sons are all gonna be in uh, classical conversations, uh, homes, homeschooling. And it's, you know, there's uh, the myth of Dionysus. People should really understand because that's what's being inflicted on us right now. And as a musician, you know, the atonal nature. Sage Equay just put out this amazing thing about how the Beatles didn't write any of their own music. But um, fact, fact, uh, Tavistock named the guy who did it. Oh, Adorno. But there's even more. George, George, um, G uh, George, uh, what's his name? Uh, Are you talking about the fifth Beatle there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the, the Beatles didn't even know how to read or write music, and they're doing these, nope. like, Aeolian scales, Mixolydian, right. Lydian. And as a musician, uh, it, it like, Sage Equages did a four-and-a-half-hour evisceration of the Beatles' myth. It was a myth created. And so these Tavistock guys, they're not powerful people. They're not strong. They're very weak people that want to— Crafty. Yeah, they're crafty. They want to trick— they're like leprechauns. You know, they want to trick everybody into their own enslavement so they can walk out into the light because they're such little scared little bastards. But um, the Dionysus cult is what's responsible for a lot of this. And 
you know, when the music stops, Dionysus was all about these atonal scales and uh, uh, sex, sexuality and, and, and just, uh, you know, pan, the pan flute, like, uh, you know, getting these people in this sexualized musical lull hypnotism. And then when the music stops, there's this myth of um, this, this great king uh, and his mother, and the mother is holding a severed head, and but she thinks it's like a, a a kitten. And then when the music stops, she's like, ah! And that's these people are relying on us, just going along with the Beyonce, Bud Light, you know. Um, let's let's address it. What you're on now is a key key constituent, and what I'm going to say is going to upset some people. And I apologize fine. for upsetting you, but I'm not going to not say the truth. Yeah. Because some people might get upset. What the Beatles did. What they were a construct with a spell cast on them. They were controlled. They didn't write a damn thing. They played their parts. There were probably numbers of people playing the roles. We know Paul was played by different people. Yeah. But here's the main point. It was put there for the same reason jazz music was, and I can reference Tavistock's playbook for this too, to lower humanity's idea of what music could be. You yep. must understand there are certain things in this world that activate both hemispheres of your brain. Uh, symbols do that music does that music does it in a big way so what they did is right now when I hear Eleanor Rigby I think oh my god man I remember when this came out it was such a beautiful day back in the early 70s or the late 60s and I can't depart from how it's affected my life it's the soundtrack of my life yeah but my higher mind allows me to know that it lowered the quality of music the intent was lowered the quality the complexity all of it lowered compared to what it once was. Now that's hard to accept, but the point I'm making here is when you begin to understand something like, is there any argument? Here, let me put it this way. Twice in, in semi-modern history, a single corporation changed the entire world. How is it that they both had the same name? One of them was Apple Records, Apple Corp. The Corp's Apple, Apple. Yeah. And the other one was Apple Computer. You think there's no connection there. Now let's go back to the, the tale of the Garden of Eden with the apple. By the way, originally, um, that was a fig before Christianity decided it was an apple, just so you know that there have been men deciding. And it's not even important. What's important is the morality, is the lesson learned, is the lifestyle, is the moral upright compass. That's all the damn marbles. It does not matter if you're a Presbyterian, Baptist, it doesn't even matter if you're Muslim or anything else. It is the moral upright compass. And by the way, who the hell are you to act like you understand the mysterious workings of the highest court? Exactly. Is it possible that the highest court put a different path in every culture? You don't know. And if you act like you do, you're just a brainwashed blind melon walking around in this world. The point I would make is when we come back to things like Beatles that change the whole world, you are looking at the engineered takeover of the human mind. Well, here we are. We're not fooled anymore. Right. So yeah, man. That's, that's a critical point. Oh, dude, that's why I play. I do uh, a piano stream every night because I want to create. You know, I want I want to bear fruit that is alternative. You know, I like to play higher minded uh, classical music. You know, uh, German. You know, Beethoven, Bach. The, the people that lay that that you know I was I was talking recently about dancing how Elvis was Tavistock to get people to dance in their root chakra, which is bass you know like like they're they're just mime fucking you know and how quote unquote white dancing which was mocked by all these uh, black stand up comedians 
you know, when it's it's higher, it's closer to your your crown. You know, it's 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 elevating. You want to do this, dan, 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 versus like mime uh, twerking and all this shit because they're trying to make you an animal, and it's not racial. And in a loop too, right? All all modern music is a loop. You have your little your beginning, your 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 chorus, your bridge, and then it just keeps looping, right? It's like bolero, you, yeah. You know, I've heard you talk about Beethoven. By the way, I'm born on Beethoven's birthday, and I've always recognized the difference between the little court fancy pants men playing the minuets <laughs> and Beethoven. There's yeah. a difference there. You can you can see it. Um, and fancy but they make pants. one of them a musical genius, and they say, "Oh, this little minuet playing guy." And no, you want to know musical genius? Go listen to Beethoven. There is a level of higher-minded music creation, which we have not seen in over a century, maybe at this point. Yeah, and Liebestrom by uh, by List, you know, because there it, there's uh, Shostakovich, Strauss, there's so many. And Bolero was almost um, setting the stage for trance music. It's so interesting seeing the, the I don't know if Frankfurt School is up and going yet with uh, Bolero, but... Uh, it drove Pretty him, sure it was. Yeah, it, it's a pre-runner of Tavistock. Yeah, it like drove him insane because it's 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 like Sinner Man. You know, it it won't it won't let you resolve. It keeps you in this state. That's why the real enemy, I believe, is the fear itself, the vibration of fear. Because and confusion. You know this. The Tavistock. You know, masks will save your life. All oh, masks do nothing. You know, they want you to not know. So that to become a non-person, exactly, or, and yeah, yeah, or a person, depending on which legal. Yeah, there you go. A non-human <laughs> would be a better way to say it. By the way, address Peter and the Wolf for people. A lot of people who've never played music think of the Russian epic music Peter and the Wolf, where the music itself is actually telling a folk tale. Yeah. And so, what a lot of people have forgotten that even play guitar is there used to be ideas of this note as a color, the color of this movement, and and the timber and. All all these ideas of the complexity of music, but go when you're done with this podcast, go listen to Peter and the Wolf, and your untrained mind won't immediately recognize that the music alone is telling the story of what happens with Peter and the Wolf. And if you want to, look up the myth of Peter and the Wolf and match it to the music, and you'll be blown away yep. at the communication level of notes and chords. It's insane. They're telling the whole story of Peter and the Wolf. Oh, it's it's fascinating. I do that a lot with uh, night streams with music to show the 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 fractal uh, and just language. You don't need a language. You don't need these limited words with music. And I I got my uh, piano at four thirty two, and it, uh, people tell me that it makes their body feel good. And um, yeah, it's the same with magic flute. Uh, it's it, they're all kind of um, right uh, little little homages to Pan, and they have different. Uh, they have different uh, views. You know, the cautionary tale of Peter and the Wolf versus Mozart, uh, Freemasonic uh, Fancy Pants Mozart and his uh, Queen of the Night and all that stuff. It's It complicates. Well, we, we know what the magic flute is, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And then you, you have E.T. by uh, Spielberg, and that's Pan as well. And it's just when you understand the myths, which I'm fortunate to know because my mother taught children's literature and would, sh would show me these big myths. You know, that's why she calls me Cassandra. I'm the guy that can see years ahead and no one believes me, which is a curse. <laughs> but uh, uh, you really understand how a lot of this stuff works. And I love how you described how they aren't gods. They are um, truths represented in nature um, that you can't really explain any other way. And, and like Sisyphus and, and all these myths of, of things that you see repeated over and over again in nature. 
and uh, it's a way to to teach children about life, you know? Everybody, and so so people are not confused. What I've said is the gods are aspects of nature. That's how you can think about it. So in order to say, I want rain to happen, you have to have a way to think about rain to focus your intention because you need this for your stuff to grow so you can eat. This is the basic foundational idea of why someone would personify an aspect of nature, right? But more importantly, it's it's much broader. It's taking all the elemental earth, air, fire, water ideas, and like he just mentioned Sisyphus, there's a rock, there's your earth idea yep. in it. And But what it's doing is it's telling, every, like when I was young, my father was a PhD, and he said to me one day, son, there's only 12 storylines in the world. If you can invent the 13th one, you'll be famous. And I said, come on, dad, that's, there's no way. Later in life, I got to thinking about that. I looked it up. And by then there was a dude saying, no, there's only one storyline. No, there's only 36. But the point is there's apparently recognized only so many storylines, which is what opened the door for me. Then I realized the oldest we can see back, apparently, for some weird reason, is the Greek stories, and they told all the stories first. Yep. But more than that, they became archetypal because it is provable that these are the things men and women will experience. Why is Zeus always cheating? Because we need to talk about jealousy in some way people can understand. And we need to kind of show that a human being does have the potential to rise above even the gods. Over and over it's said... Zeus will say, you know, if those humans down there ever quit believing in us, we'll disappear overnight, showing you that we're really not talking about living beings here. These are ideas. Exactly. And so when these archetypes are invoked, even though we don't understand the myths, the archetype is in us and it becomes a very powerful, powerful thing. And Wayne McCroy, Jason, and I are about to go at Ovid. As soon as COVID came out, Independently of me, Wayne and I instantly recognized the final connection. I was already working on Metamorphosis, which, by the way, is the picture of a lady on the cover of that with circular goat horns. Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Do you know what that means? And so we saw COVID-19. We immediately jumped over to see Ovid, books one through nine, because we knew better. And so what we've realized is that Metamorphosis is a book that was put together supposedly under the reign of Augustus, where it goes back and it tells from the creation of the world all the way up to Augustus's reign, but it references, guess what? 250 myth. There's your playbook. At that time, they, they said, oh, we got to retell all this stuff that's already been told a thousand times, put it in one congruent 15 book thing called Metamorphosis, change, in in in, And so we're going to show that Metamorphosis is the playbook. All roads lead to Rome. And if you take the time to understand a classic education with Greek and then later Roman myth, you will not be fooled to the same degree. Yeah, and this is all very good news for everybody uh, as far as the major, major weakness of the Adornos and the Frankfurt School and all that because they're they, 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 their arrogance, their ego, their, their, their secret king, the special boy, the fancy pants men, um, wanted to write kind of like what your dad said to challenge, like write the 13th story. They believe they could uh, create new harmonies, which they can't. That's when um, when atonality came out with all you know with all this awful music and all these Hollywood movies and stuff that don't have a hero, they don't have a protagonist, they don't have a love story, they don't have fish out of water, they don't have all these archetypal stories that are ingrained in our hearts. So people stop watching it, people stop listening, people don't want to listen to their trance music when they're not afraid. And so the, the major 
fault of all these people, which is why I don't fight fear, I only fight melancholy sometimes, is it doesn't work. And so when something doesn't work, you know, God operates outside of time. They've already lost. They just don't know it yet. And so I just hope that my friends and family don't put on masks and look like ridiculous, insane people with, with beady eyes in the meantime. You know what I'm saying? There's no, yeah, there's no authority anyhow. This is how they queued that one up. So the little governors came out, or the Surgeon General, and said, oh, you we need masks, but you can't get masks, so you got to make masks. And, and this is kind of a directive, was the implication. Then Trump, the other side of that, that coin that gets directed, came out and said, well, I'm going to call this a suggestion. You know why? Because that's all it can be. Right. They have no right to direct you in this way. All these things, it's because we've opted in. This is why we need to get back. But to get back to your musical ideas, tell people, I mean, you play music all the time. How many classic rock tunes do you play that are the identical chord predict progression? They're endless. 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 You can't think of a new chord progression at this time. But what you can do is take your unique humanness and lay it in to those chord progressions that have been put together in that way endless times. And that's what makes it different. So in, in reality, there are infinite possibilities, but in reality, there are not infinite chord progressions. Right. It's, it's also about harmony. It's also about what feels and sounds good. And that's laid right. out, you know, a, a lot of the best artists are just chipping away at nonsense and noise to get what has always existed. And I think that's some of the best art, anyone's ever seen is from eras of time that understood that it wasn't from us. It was God's harmony and God's creation that's already here. You're simply chipping away at nonsense until you get to what is true. And so I think some of the best sculptors see the sculpt, like the sculpture is there. They just have to get rid of the bullshit rock and you can't argue with it. It's, it's already there. You know, there is no way like, I've always hated jazz. You know, I, I like Miles Davis a little bit on rainy days and whatnot, but you, you can't reinvent what is. It just is, you know? And jazz, so jazz is one of the things that Tavistock stated they were implementing um, to lower, to start to lower music. And by the way, Henry Ford, the car guy, you would scream from the rooftops, what's this damn jazz doing up here in Chicago, ruining music? Um, yeah. It's just funny to think about it, but here's one that'll blow people's mind. Tavistock actually planned to introduce rap when they did because they, they were laughing in their little calculations saying it's not even music. It doesn't activate both sides of your mind. There is no harmony and melody. Uh, you might be able to call it poetry as they snickered under their breath. Um, and I've been saying for a long time. In the 60s, they hit us hard, they drug us out, they lowered our standard to include our music. By the time rap got here, it was just that same idea all over on steroids. And I'm sorry to tell you that even the most melodic rap, well, at first it was someone else's music. They just reused it. They went and sampled yeah. someone else's tune and acted like they'd written something, which they had not. Right. But this is what you've got to wake up to, is really most of the gangster rap, could you even classify that as music? Where's the melody where's the harmony where's all the definitions of things that need to go into something to allow it to be considered as music it's it's absent no it's the sound of a man bragging about crimes over a drum beat it's yep. it's and that's just what it is and, and, sex and money and and here's the thing though i think that they're they're going off a cliff because i think tavistop and frankfurt had the had the best era in the 60s and 70s because that was when their, their little chaotic scams could do the most amount of damage and all that. I think that 
the, 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 the inherent problem with those who, who are drawn to the Dionysian uh, chaos scams, they can't ever stop. It has, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a spiritual Ponzi scheme that can't stop. So you're now, you're going to get to a point where anybody that isn't traumatized nonstop since birth, if they listen to it, they go, that is terrible. And, and, and so I think the predecessors of these people, that they weren't passing on traditions of beauty and uplifting stuff that are, will be good forever. They're passing off a, an algorithm of destruction that has to end because it isn't true. And they have to keep trying to outdo themselves and, until, you know, it starts with uh, homosexuality and ends with just like eating babies like in a, in a dungeon, you know, and people are just like, uh, we're, we're out. And that's why someone like me is so unexpectedly on this path. I was a Hollywood comedian, and now I'm a homesteader, you know, with a big family. Um, that's the blowback. The bl- my life is proof of blowback because I, I could have easily, they went too far. And so now I see that happening all over the place. And Bill Gates with his little secret king, little scams of poison and death, um, I, I just don't see it working, really. And if it does, you know, I, I just feel a little melancholy for those people, you know. I'm with you. And if, if it's wrong in that assumption, then we're going to get what we deserve. And I'm not even going to try to defend it. You know, there's a reason why when a zebra gets whacked at the, lion, at the watering hole by the lion, one zebra gets whacked. For whatever reason, he wasn't paying attention. He was yeah. doing things that were not going to allow him to survive. Because guess what? 99% of the zebra, they escaped. And it's a fact that that lion needs a zebra to survive. And lions are going to be in this world. And so it's kind of where we are now, where all of a sudden we're not back in 2001, asleep at the helm, yeah. thinking that the government is here to help us and the checks in the mail and all the other fairy tales we used to listen to. Um, What we actually know is they've been involved in tyranny and that they're actually a corporation and that actually there is a higher court that supersedes the ideas of men and women and that we used to have these ideas. So now here we are. A lot of us ain't sleeping. And so what's it going to be? Boys and girls, men and women. Are we going to say, hey, I've had about enough of this kind of dark side of the moon nonsense, and I'm ready to get back to some Beethoven. I'm ready to get back to some constitutionality. I'm ready to see women respected in society and have a role in society because nature shows me one thing matters here, the next generation. How do we do that? With a man, with a woman. And historically, those roles were well-defined. Differently in different cultures doesn't matter, but they were defined. And these basic tenets of a natural existence, a godly existence, if you want to call it that, are what's been chipped away at here. But we know better now. Oh, yeah. And if you really want to empower women, you know, treat them like women. Like, you know, marry them, have them uh, have a lot of contact with their own children. Like My wife had her master's in, um, in engineering, structural engineering. And it's like nothing makes her happier than grinding her own flour at home, you know, with the kids out, collecting eggs, you know, uh, uh, spinning wool that we get from the alpacas like that's and and they have a lot more power and influence and peace in that environment you know because then women then ha- they, they create these networks you know they they give each other <laughs> flowers and braid each other hair and, and then they influence their their husbands you know and and that's if you if you send a woman into this 
little cube, this little cubicle and tell her, you know, make 30 grand a year to pay off your unpayable debt. And if you get pregnant because you get too drunk with your boss, abort that baby and get a cat and see it all as empowerment. It's so upside down that the people who did it, I know that they will pay eternally for what they did and I don't even have to inflict on them. But one thing I will say is for people that uh, think it's scary, that Bill Gates is scary or the enforcement agencies are scary, the scariest thing to those people is, is a God-fearing man who loves his family. That, that There's nothing scarier than that to the people who want to take that from him. And so if you reconnect to that, and now I'm not talking about wrath, I'm not talking about uh, disorder or anything. It's about holding the line, you know, giving thanks, you know, bloom where you're planted, and don't let anybody break your skin barrier. That's, that's the hill I die on. It's not taxes. It's my skin. It's my family's skin. You know, I never really, I, I would listen to your screams with the guys about, you know, free men and the corporation and all that. But I didn't really care that much because I don't care about paying taxes or any of that shit. But if it comes down to someone wants to break my epidermis, I will dive headfirst into all this shit. I'll tell everybody I know about it. And they won't. And that's reality. And there's nothing they can do that can do that. And they know that. And I know that. And everybody knows that. And they can back the fuck down and go back to their, their, their stupid little, um, their little lives in their Tavistock little, little dungeons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it comes down to, the moral <laughs> upright compass, and everybody's is different. Where you draw the line in your morality is going to be slightly different. In the same way, a Bas Baptist will be different than a Presbyterian, will be different from a Buddhist, but the commonality in it all, what they all seek to do is give a human being a moral upright compass, because without that, you're basically animals scratching around. You're pigs in the trough. Worse than animals. Some kind of, Worse. Yeah. My, my goats. If, if uh, when, when we first separate the goat from the kids, they reunite, don't worry. But that goat will, will be bah, for, for a few days looking for her kids. There's a lot of uh, quote unquote human women that don't act like that. You know, they're so under the spells. You know, there's more maternal instincts in goats than a lot of uh, women that I've seen because they're under the, the material spell. And so sometimes when people say, oh, they want to turn you into animals, I'm like, do you, goats are great. I, that, I think that's an insult to goats. You know, a lot of goats, they, they function as um, they're, they are higher minded. And I'm not joking. They're and I'm not saying humans can't get out of this. I, humans aren't cursed. You're not like you're just currently in a lower state than a well cared for goat. If you uh, uh, will sell out your own children for fancy pants and lollipops. That's a heck of a statement there um I love you know those. everybody every everybody kind of knows where we've come to and the fall we've taken or at least people are beginning to wake up to it and when they begin to assess how we got here and how to not be living in this manner anymore um that's what i think is critical and you will find that some people People equate the idea of corporation with a bridge too far because what they begin to put together is, well, wait a minute, a godly man doesn't need a nanny telling him what to do. Right. He's got a guide. He's got a moral compass that would prevent him from harming another or causing another loss. Exactly. No harm, no foul, these ideas. But for others, it's like you said, you know, I'm good. I'm happy with where I am, but don't try to poke a hole in me. Don't poke a hole in me. Because that's a bridge too far. Exactly. Um, the, these ideas are different now than they were even 10 years ago. And the truth of where we are right now is the world that existed three weeks ago 
is not the world that exists now. And while there is constantly change, as you pointed out, after 9-11 happened, things have never been the same since then. Yeah. And this queue up is leveraging on all these things. I got a text yesterday from my damn cell phone company from the number 611-611. There's the <laughs> Marty McFly doubled of the 9-11 encode right. to inform me that during this COVID emergency, we're going to keep you connected. And I was just like, oh my God, man, how far have we fallen when these guys have the nuggets to text me from 611-611 about COVID? Or how and then far I look have up, they oh, fallen? Yeah, there's there's a new comment. This one's CV19 or whatever the <laughs> hell they're calling. Well, there's another one. It's called Atlas. All the comments are green for some reason in the 2000s. By the way, comments were never green. Can't <laughs> tell you what's going on here, but comments are not freaking green. Right. And by the way, comments were always associated with disaster and plague. And this goes on and on <laughs> yeah. and on. But at the moment, we say enough is enough. We look out for each other. We quit falling for the spells to hate your fellow man or woman for any damn reason. By the way... Think of if you want to be a person who values the Bible, you know, look at the people who bagged on Jesus for hanging out with the tax collectors and prostitutes. And he looked at them and said, who needs my help the most here? Oh, you know, and, and lepers said. and lepers. Imagine if, imagine if it was like six foot social distancing back then. Jesus, stay away from the lepers. He'd be like, fuck you. I can't tell you how many emails I get that, that said, Crow, you've fallen. You went on this show or that. And I say, you know what? Grow the hell up. If a person is polite to me and there's an audience that wants to talk, then we can share ideas. And this idea that everyone's a shill or you're not my religion or somehow you're right. different from me, your blood is blue or some not true thing. I don't know what to tell you, man. I hate because to, the dude, my, my blood is, blue. you know, in their defense, my blood is blue, but whatever. I'm just kidding. Is it? I want to see. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> oh, no, that's what they do to everybody, dude. I, 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 uh, I started seeing that early on, and it was everybody that we like, everybody good. They'd be like, they, they'd just come out of the woodwork. Oh, you can't talk to him. You can't talk to them. They think the world's flat. They think this. They, they. It's, it's this. Childish. It, oh, and it all comes from trauma. You know, that's why my hills to die right. on are, are epidermis and then child abuse, because the way to make an adult a child, this, like, backbiting child, is abuse. You know, that's why sexualizing children young keeps them in a state of infancy. And... And that's why that has to be that's priority number one is don't sexualize and don't abuse children because they it, it limits their ability to develop a higher mind because they freeze in that time. And then the rest of their life is someone's coming down in the dark hallway. Please help me. Please help me. I am full of, I, you know, it, it, infantilization is all that these Tavistockian little bastards have. And when people want to try and bag on me like those people aren't aren't hurting me. They're hurting themselves. You know, I'm fine. I have a functioning homestead, a thriving family. My friends are crushing. D-Live is crushing. Unauthorized is crushing. And it's like, why not be my buddy? I'll give you some milk. You know, it's like people are still playing these fucking games that they got a mommy coming down the hall with, with a, a passy. It's like make buddies with people with goat milk. You know what I'm saying? It's like these people aren't connected to reality at all. They're like, oh, how dare you talk to this person or that person? They're not Christian. Oh, they're not this. And it's like, shut up. Your church closed because of the sniffles. I don't even fucking respect you anymore. <laughs> you know? It's a, it's a crazy thing, the, the level of fear that's been instilled, which is at the base of so much of what we talk about. Like, how is it that the attorney general can say what he did. And by the way, why the hell does he have the rank of general? Just asking that surgeon. Right. Um, but to get back to the point, 
in a sane world, the adults would say, why did this man just conflate 9-11, a thing called Pearl Harbor where martial law was employed with next Easter? And they would just start typing, writing, calling <laughs> and saying, what are you talking about here, Willis? Um, they would. <laughs> they absolutely would. And that would be the breaks. If a million people picked up right now and did that one thing, all of a sudden you'd see a scared little 32nd degree Mason getting in front of the camera going, <laughs> well, what I really meant was that these things were tragedy and what can we do to help you? Well, That's what you would see. I, I think I know uh, several people that that tweet woke them up because they it's so obviously just trigger words. They're like, 9-11 Holocaust, you know, Pearl Harbor. And they're just like, what? And also, th this is another reason that they're living in a delusional world. Most of the people that would have commented back, they've kicked off social media like myself. I haven't been allowed on Twitter in two years. I had a blue check mark, 125,000 followers because I called out David Hogg. And it's like, so if they want to make believe and pretend that the whole world agrees with them because they've kicked every single person off the platform in which they try to garner this public opinion, they're in for it, man. They're, they're in for that, it. That was actually the first tweet I ever sent to a human being where I actually had to go figure out who's at who and all that. I'd never done it. That was the first time I'd ever gone to find a tweet account and then tweet to it. But I got to ask, how many people in the country since those state that statement was laid down and blasted across the United States and the world, how many people took the time to say, hey, dude, words have meaning. What is the intent of your words? That's right. the difference between adults in the room. It's like making some nasty, sick joke to children and an adult standing there just watching it happen. No, man. An adult says, hey, bud, what are you doing? Right. What are you talking about? You better clarify quick here. And if, you know, I'm telling you, if 100,000 people did that, I'm guessing you would see a retraction so quickly. But that is part of the problem is this lackadaisical, my moral compass is pinned on south. I'm afraid to get off my couch mentality. Yeah. How did we get here, man? Yeah. Antidepressants, maybe? I, I think it's a... Uh... I think porn really screwed up guys a lot. I think that that's just been sure it did. It's just been draining dudes of. I just think it's. I don't know, man. I think uh, porn then uh, the birth control pill has messed up women's uh, uh, endocrine system a bit, and but I, I I see people getting out of it, and if they don't, I mean they're they're the zebra at the water hole, and it's just that's that's reality. So I don't know. I. <laughs> I'm just glad that we're all buddies and, we, you know, I got five, 5,500 people right now listening and, and it's like, that's a lot of people. We're, and you know, me and all my neighbors hang out like Ryan, my neighbors in the chat right now, just talking shit, being hilarious, you know, and there's no more chemtrails, you know, look at my sky. I don't know if you guys can see yeah, that. Same, same here. It's been weirdly beautiful. Right. And that's, I I'm, I'm just trying to I focus on that shit. The nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a witch has been, yeah. I mean, it's like that one dude that you had on the other day talking about how this could be the end of something bad. I feel like it's both. I, I, I really feel this good and evil battle right now because so much of the blowback has been objectively good and a lot of their posturing, like Surgeon General and all this shit, you know, we're going to come to Rhode Island and hunt down the New Yorkers. I'm like, I know. With what <laughs> cops? Like, what? With yeah. what authority? With right. what anything? With uh, with are you gonna put on a Halloween mask? Because if we see who you are, <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, and also like my my cop buddies, like you know, high level cops, all over the place cops between SWAT and everybody, 
they're not responding to burglaries. It's the opposite of what they're fronting. They're trying to act like they have this police state ready to roll out. Bullshit. In San Fran and a bunch of these cities, if there's like a burglary in pro- progress, they, they, they aren't going because they, they can't. They don't have enough personnel. And it, well, it's plus like it, it helps to lose the peace any way you could possibly lose the peace right now. Right. But these guys can't afford to live in San Fran. They've hated that. They, they're, they're worried their pensions are gone. You know, one of the biggest yep. one of the biggest uh, threats to warlords is not being able to pay their warriors. And I, I see that a lot right now. So we have this duality happening right now. You have people running around in Bane masks begging for poison to be injected in them. You have the world has gone crazy over the Holocaust and all these fake stats. And then you also have people that are starting to look up and realize that there, that there, there's a non-moving plane full of just awesome shit, and that may like okay, Wilco, where I get my chickens and all that. They're sold out of chickens now all the time. Everybody's getting chickens. Everyone's getting coops. People are getting hand pumps. It's like you know they closed the indoctrination centers. There's no big yellow buses bringing people to sodomy centers anymore. It's like it it's so split right now that it's fascinating to watch. You know, you're watching this. The sky is falling nonsense where they're trying to inflict Bill Gates's sick little perverted genocide stuff. And then another side where it's like, holy shit, I'm free. And it's like simultaneously happening, you know? It's, it's an, it is an interesting dichotomy. Um, I'm following a couple of guys down, and I think it's the Carolinas who went legally at the root of the 33 declaration that the American people were enemies leading to licensing and all the other nonsense we deal with. Um, And what happened was the system railroaded them, kept losing their writs and doing all these things, but they finally got certified. You know when they finally got certified? Like a week before COVID. Yeah. (laughs) So so now you can see overall, you know, this is the typical, oh, yeah, sure, here you go, guys. By the way, the train's coming. It's about to hit you. (laughs) Um, But what the difference is, is that too many people see the possibility. Too many people recognize the sanity standard. Too many people are starting to see how the white tiger flies across the stage and say, oh, my God, I thought it was magic all these years. (laughs) Speaking of tigers, they just announced that a tiger got COVID-19. Of course it did, man. Of course it <laughs> I used did. To do a bit, I used to do a, a bit about... Will, you know, if a monkey and that tiger have sex, we're going to have a disease that'll kill us all. I used to do a bit about Siegfried and Roy, and I was like, man, do you hear uh, Siegfried got attacked by the tiger? I'm like, we got to test that tiger for AIDS. I don't know, it, was, <laughs> it was a stupid joke. But uh, no, I, I uh, and also people are, are thinking that, that there's going to be inflation because the Fed's just going to keep printing money. And my, my buddy Vox Day, who's trained uh, as an economist, pointed out that all of our money is debt, so unless they can put more people in debt, which they no longer can because there's no, like... They're per- zeroing it, yeah. Right. It, it actually is going to probably have deflation, which is fascinating because they can't... The Fed is losing. It, it appears like they're buying the Dow Jones and they're buying the Treasury and all this stuff, but in fact, it's, it's diluting itself and its power is waning in a very odd way because they can't keep printing money. It doesn't work anymore. In fact, yeah, but I I would point out another thing about that, though. If you consider, see, when we started, when you started to bring it up, what you pointed out, a lot of people don't realize is everything about our IOUs that we call money requires debt. Yeah. And trust, trust and debt. So next year, there (laughs) needs to be more debt. Well, it's been known for a long time that the year was coming when not enough debt could be created 
to keep the system going. So what we're looking at is zero. But you know what a credit default swap is? Isn't that really what's happened here? When the Fed starts printing so much money that they buy every company's debt, all the housing debt, they feed so many greenback dollars into every other central bank that what's actually happened here is it's like a form of corporate fascism, maybe because they bought stock and everything. That's the equivalent of buying ownership. So whether or not the money has value, which we know it doesn't, yeah. and they're printing it out of thin air, but I think I'm with you. It looks like they're zeroing debt. but So that gives them a playing field again at zero. Yeah. So do they come in with the crypto and try to take the last vestiges of freedom? I don't know if people are ready for that, but it does reset the ball back. As a matter of fact, are we all going to wake up in three weeks and they're going to say, in all those student loans, uh, they're forgiven. That'd By the a, way, your car, your car, forgiven your house forgiven uh by the way we own partial of all of it but forgiven i, I don't know what comes i know and, and, and it's, it's very fascinating because it's like uh what you said about trust is true that's why i don't i don't see crypto working very well these days because people are losing trust in technology because of all these blips and all this shutdowns and stuff i i, I think it's a tough sell is it well the, the, th the thing they could do is crypto backed money but people have to hold the money. I, I see this chip. You got to get back to specie. That's another pillar of Islam and one of the reasons the central banks couldn't get in. In Islam, well, actually, I should point out, in Christianity once upon a time, oh, yeah, dude, usury totally. was a mortal sin. Yes. Thank you, Vatican and the Medicis and the Fugars of all people yeah. for helping screw that. But in Islam, they held on to. What specie means is this paper we hand around has to be backed by gold or silver, basically. And that is another one of the ten and their spiritual tradition that staved off for some period of time. It's not looking good right now, i got to be honest. Point is, they held out the longest, and there's still a couple places holding out. Yeah, so, yeah Christianity is this exact. That's a great point. Right? That's, why I, that's why I always just tell people, just practice it. You know, a lot of Muslims are just still doing what's in their book versus if Christians just simply saw usury as the sin that it is. I mean, they changed, forgive us our... Um, trespasses we forgive those who trespass against us it used to be forgive us our debts you know it's like they, they there was a grabble in there like the bankers did do do some rewriting in there that is the foundational kind of sleight of hand that has provided for the entirety of the system we don't appreciate is usury. There it is. Usury is the whole it thing. Is. It's the whole thing. It, it's against it's against provably against nature. It's provably against the highest court and here's why. You go out in a field, you see a deer, a deer has a baby. You say, guess what? That's normal. There's no lie in it. Nature proved to me that deers have baby deers. Now you go into a room and there's a gold coin sitting on the table and it has babies. And suddenly you realize <laughs> this is not natural. Right. This is this is some dark magician. Um, I don't know what to call it, but that's what it is. Well, it's, 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 it's bad alchemy. And it's like, it, it's the same with... Um uh, why Dante had the, the sodomites and the usurers in the same level of hell. That's right. Because that's it's the same concept. It's the yep. making that which is fertile sterile and that which is sterile fertile. You're taking yep. procreation and putting it in, the, in an area that is for excrement. And then with money, you're taking that which is sterile and making it fertile. And so the beauty of all of it, and this is one of the reasons why I've, I've, I am a bit of a Cassandra, and I believe you are as well here, is when you see the algorithms, they can't win as long as you don't engage. You, like the terms and conditions and the contracts is how Satan works. And I believe um, the satanic world this is a weird concept. I don't know why I'm, I'm getting a little sidetracked, but I think the demonic world connects to us in our guts, in our parasites. 
And that's one reason why I've really enjoyed a lot of your work with uh, people that have talked about how to cleanse your gut. Because I think that's where the demonic forces of, of like, give me more bread. You know, I lost. You know, sloth. All that shit, I think, is in our guts. Okay. I just, sorry, I just got a confirmation for the guys who actually are challenging uh, to reinstate the Constitution. And they've created, you know, all the opt-out documents you've seen lately for inoculations, other things. Yeah. They've created a way to do it as a living man or woman from the corporate government system. They have the same idea going. It's got, we're in interesting times. Interesting times and, indeed. And, and here's what I'll say. Um, I got to wrap up in a cool. minute here. Yeah, yeah. I've got two people I got to vet. But here's what I'll say. Above all things, man. Whatever your moral north is, you know what it is. Don't give it up for love or money. Moral north is critically needed. Help out your fellow man or woman. And I don't give a damn if they're the exact opposite race, religion, or anything else to your moral compass. If you can help another man or woman, stop and do it. Stand shoulder to shoulder and get rid of the divisive nature because a northern moral compass will recognize no division. True thing. But, man, I want to thank you so much for having me on again. And it just looks so beautiful where you are. Um, too bad everybody couldn't get connected back to the natural world they still the way can, you have man. been able to. They still can. 90% of America is empty space. All right, my friend. And, I, th- dude, I'm telling you, a lot of people in the chat have started getting back on. I don't have a ton of land. You know, I got a, just a couple acres can feed 100 people. All right, man. Uh, everybody go to CRROW. 777radio.com. Make sure it's that with the radio in it. There's a lot of um, imposter little bastards. Uh, Much love. Thanks, Crow. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Hey, stay strong, and uh, your following is impressive, my friend. Use it wisely. For sure. All right, peace. Cheers. All right, guys. That was Crow. Let me, uh, I can't really, I got to move my table a little bit. Hang on a second. Moving my table, guys. The sun's got a little bright out here. Hang on. All right. Oh, I'm still in the sun. I can go a little farther. All right. Hi. Um, good times. Any uh, any thoughts or comments in the chat before I get out of here? Should I uh, open a little mail? I'll uh, I'll read. I- I'm like really in the sun right now. I'll just do another one later. I'll, I'll open some mail later. Um, crushing, by Crow, good times. Building raised beds in the next day or so with my girls. Awesome, legend. Thanks, Crow. Thank you, Crow. Come to Maine. Land is cheap. People are based, and the bikes are safe. There it is. 